You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. All right, hey, this is Brett Myers, and you're listening to this shitty podcast. It's supposed to be about we know something, but I don't think they know shit. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Brett, you're the man. Dude, thank you is so much. Is that good enough? That's awesome. Perfect. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 131 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside me, as almost always, surrounded by baby toys, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Mator. We're on the road again. We are on the road again. As a matter of fact, we are in my childhood dwelling. Well, my teenager dwelling. I moved here when I was 17. I just don't remember all these toys. No, these are for my <laughs> nieces and nephews, and I guess my daughter, too. But we're in a completely different place right now, recording this episode. We're recording it Thursday, April 18th. You're listening to it on Saturday, the 20th of April, or after. Um, but we're, we are recording on the 18th because we have a little interview in a couple hours with uh, former Phillies pitcher turned country music star Brett Myers. We're really excited about that. So uh, we had to come to a different location to do that. We figured, why the hell not just record early, knock it out so we can sleep in a little bit. We have Saturday. a back-to-back doubleheader. We do have a doubleheader. Oh, that's a good one. Damn Sam me. was waiting on that one for a while. No, it just came to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where uh, we. I moved to this house when I was 17. I moved out when I was 25. So had a bunch of good years yeah, in this house definitely um so excited about it i'm in my pool room this is where i used to shoot pool and play darts and take your money and uh, now it's just collecting dust now well it's like half a ping <laughs> yeah, pong true, table true, now true. for my for my nephews and stuff but anyway if you're new to the podcast we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming tv film music and all things pop culture we're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time be sure to join the we pod squad by hitting that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services like itunes Castbox, stitcher wherever you get that audible goodness it's cheap it's free actually it's easy it takes like a minute we read them all on the air including for the second week in a row this itunes review from user nick m215 thank you very much nick m for the five star review that is our 31st five star review we appreciate it uh two thumbs up is the subject love this podcast greg and sam have a great flow Aww. I don't know what that means. Oh, thank you, Nick. I, I don't menstruate, but thank you, Nick. <laughs> I appreciate. If we did. We have a nice flow. We, I appreciate That's the good. comment, uh, the compliment. But again, we read them all on the air. One star, two star, four star, five star. It doesn't matter. We'll leave three star out. No, it doesn't matter. We'll read them all on the air. All we're looking for is constructive feedback on how you enjoy the show. And like I said, ever even like even if it's bad, it's good. We'll read it. We'll laugh. We'll cry if it's that bad, but we'll still do it. We like to think our show isn't terrible, but if you think it is, you can tell us, and we'll read it live and cry later. You can go to wepodcastandweknowthings.com for all things we podcast and we know things, including links to our social media, links to our store if you want to get yourself some tank tops because it's getting warmer out now. No more hoodies. Yeah, we are both in shorts. We are. I'm always in shorts. Yeah. I'm wearing my Captain America shirt for like the 18th podcast in a row. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what that is. Or or um, you can get links to our Patreon if you want to support us monetarily each month. We kick you back a nice reward. It could be anywhere from coming on the show to host with us to a custom top three to a weekly shout out on the episode. We can't do this show without our patrons. So thank you very much to everybody who's already a patron. We'll read those names at the end of the episode. Um, again, thank you to the Weeby Geeks Podcast Network for having us a part of their family. That is WeebyGeeksPC.com and the ESO Network, as always, are great friends of ours uh, for allowing us to be a part of their family at ESONetwork.com. We got a big one for you this week. Uh, 
we have trivia. It's 11 to 11. Oh, first to 11 up. win by two. We have our Doom Patrol discussion from last week. Next week, we will have it twice. Yes. So, we're doing no, we Thursday. already did last week. We will not have Doom Patrol tonight. That's right. We'll have two next week because we are recording oh, before yeah, the yeah, episode yeah, yeah. comes out. That's, right. That's how math works. Gotcha. Um, forgot about that for a second. We have our Game of Thrones Season 8, oh, Episode God. 1, Winterfell Full recap, just like last season, where we break down every episode at length. That's going to kick the show off tonight after trivia. Uh, we'll break for a second for an ESO Network promo by the Nerd Bliss podcast. We have gaming first, so Sam's going to lead us in the gaming section. We're going to go movies, TV, Patreon shoutouts, picks of the week, and get on out of here as I punch the table. Because we're going to prepare ourselves for the Brett Myers interview, which we talked and hyped up last week. We're going to do a recap this week, but it turns out we're recording this before that. But if you're listening to this in the future, it was awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was so much fun. We cannot wait. Yeah. Like This is a surreal experience for us. For all the folks we've interviewed, this is still pretty crazy. Consider we watched him since, what, 02, 03? Yeah, since he came up exactly. to the bigs, literally. So this is really insane for us. So we're really excited to do that. But let's not delay any longer. Sam, it's 11 to 11, first to 11, win by two. We're in the home stretch yeah. for this one. What do you got? I wrote like four or five questions, yeah. all Game of Thrones. Yeah. I just pick one. You probably know, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. Jamie Lannister was captured by the Starks during which battle? He's thinking heavily. He's going back deep. It's. I mean, I know exactly when it is, but I don't remember. Which name is it? There's... I don't remember the, the battle's name. That's the problem. Um, no, you're talking captured by like Catelyn when he's in that cage and then they, they let him go. And then well, well, it was all. I just read the question, and I, I researched it, and it did say it was this place. I did double check. Okay, I, it wasn't Blackwater. It wasn't. It was because early in the seasons, it was early, like season one or two. So it wasn't Blackwater because that was the end of season two. That was Tyrion. That's how he got his scar. Um, that was Stannis Baratheon. Um, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna need the choices because I can't think of okay the towns or the battles. A Battle of Winterfell. Or A, A, Battle of Winterfell, B, Battle of the Bastards, C, Battle of Blackwater, D, Battle of the Whispering Wood. He has a gaze over his eyes. The Whispering Wood. Yeah, that's the Correct. One. Yeah. Greg gets a half a point. All right. So it's 11.5 to 11. Did you know it or was just a guess? Um, I knew it wasn't the other three. Okay. I have, <clears throat> that was literally process of elimination. Okay. I, I would not have gotten that without the answer. Okay. Okay, so it's 11 and a half to 11. Moving on, Sam, your question. Your question's about Brett Myers. Okay. Uh, your question is, how many major league teams did Brett Myers play for? You know, I looked at his Wikipedia a lot. He left the Phillies in 09. Yes. He then went to... For a few years, they were a rival of ours. Four, final answer. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I did my homework. Again, if I didn't do my homework, I have no idea. Name the teams. Oh, that. <laughs> I, I just know thir- 13 was his last year. He was only on that team one year. Not even. He was only made yeah. four starts. So he went from yeah. us to the Houston Astros. Yeah. The Houston Astros extended him for two or three years. But during the middle of that contract, they traded him yeah. to the White Sox. And then he ended up signing with the Cleveland Indians where he finished his career. Um, he had a it was but 0 and 3 and 4 starts. With the important part was he got the ring in Philly, baby. That's, that's right. But four major league teams. So it's now 12 to 11 and a half. This is Hoorah, four baby. straight 
questions we got right. We're now on fire. <laughs> we couldn't get one They're right. They're heating up. Yeah, we couldn't get one right for to the life of us, and now all of a sudden we're on fire. But speaking of fire, the only uh, thing that can kill the White Walkers are Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 1, Winterfell Breakdown. I have a shit ton of notes that I want to go through. Um, you know, not quite scene by scene, but like the big stuff. Well, first off, I just want to say thank you, Jay, for allowing me to watch for HBO Go. Without you, I would have had a waited day and... Had to wait a day. No, but again, I, but on you. Twitter, there was at least two or three gifts that kind of gave away some really important scenes that, yeah. thank you again, Jay, you are the man. We waited. Eight Jedi on Instagram. We we waited 595 days between the seasons. It sounds so finale. horrible when you say it like say it like that. I got married. Ash got pregnant. <laughs> had a baby. Uh, that baby is now four months old. The Eagles won the Super Bowl. The Phillies signed Bryce Harper and hired their manager, Gabe Kapler. And there's plenty more. There's plenty more. I even think, no, that was the year before Carter Hart getting drafted. Yeah. But there was a ton of stuff yeah. Yeah. since then. And now, uh, the question is, was it worth the long wait? Well, I'll I'll <laughs> throw it to you first. What did, Overall, before we like dive into the episode, just what were your overall thoughts? Game of Thrones is back. The hype machine is rolling. Everybody was super excited. And I think a lot of people love this episode because just the fact that it's back. Yeah. But when you had, what, four days now to sit on it. Yeah. Do you still love it? I watched it twice. Good for you, sir. Both times. I know it's good when I don't even think about touching my phone. That's that's kind of my bar. To barometer. me, that's that's my that's my bar. That's yeah. where I know if it's good. Like, dude, I didn't get, I yeah. never wanted to it could have been four hours. I would have peed myself. I would have stayed staring at the screen. Yeah, in this day and age, I'm with you. The barometer is checking your phone. Like, yeah, to- it, like, totally it, it, like even like Doom Patrol. Sometimes I'll just see what time is it, check a text real fast, whatever. Yep. I don't give a shit. The Pope called me. Denied. This, you know, again, I don't want to hype it just because it was back, you know, but damn fine episode. Yeah. Damn I, fine first episode. I mean, again, episode. You're, you're like characters are seeing each other where they haven't seen each other or worked with each other since season one. Mm-hmm. Just seeing these, just seeing these characters together and just seeing like how they're intertwining and whether they're clashing or they're mixing. It's like, it's, I'm nervous. Like, I'm fucking nervous. So it was like 859. Or like 8.57, and then all of a sudden, like, this little preview window comes on where they're counting down. Yeah. Three and a half minutes, da-da-da. And we're up, we watched it up in our bed, and we're, like, freaking out. So we had just put Helena down. She just fell asleep at, like, 8.40. So we're, like... Perfect. We're, like, let's go. I'm staring at that baby monitor. Don't wake up. Don't wake up. Just give <laughs> just me one 9 hour. to 10. Just one give me hour. 9 to 10. Please don't wake up. She didn't. We made it through the whole episode <laughs> without having to pause it. So I'm happy about okay, that. Okay, at least you could still pause it. Then you would have been fine, though. Yeah, I know. But then, again. Unless I text you crazy spoilers. I'm just so pissed. <laughs> Somebody texted me during it. I didn't even, I didn't even look at the yeah. text until Good. afterwards. Just in case. Good for you. Um, but anyway, so 595 days. We got it, finally. I think overshadowing all that news, which is really cool, is on Monday, which I think was completely intentional, Game of Thrones says we're going to add 22 minutes, yeah, 22 minutes to episode 3, which yeah. we know is going to be the battle at Winterfell between the Night Wa- or between the White Walkers and the folks at Winterfell. So we're, we're going to get 20 more minutes of a battle there. I think that's going to be... And that's the longest episode of the season. And I think that whole episode is just going to take place at Winterfell. I don't even think they're going to cut to King's Landing with Cersei. I think it's just going to be and, that. and they said multiple times that it's the longest battle scene ever. ever right so that's extremely wow. exciting um even though all the actors and actors said it was the hard. worst experience ever <laughs> uh this this episode did have the highest rating for any game of thrones episode ever 17.4 million viewers up 500,000 
from the season seven finale. It can't be stopped. And I think it's only going to get bigger. Yeah, there were a lot of people. Clearly, I mean, the ratings were up 500,000. But a lot of people just started getting into Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Because 595 days is a lot of time to be able to catch up. I know there was a couple people, even at work, even that are like, I just started. Like, just at all of us, me and, you know, a co-worker just talking about the hype about it. And he's like, all right, maybe I'm getting interested now. And I was like, that's the perfect time where you can binge the rest. And by the time you're, you're caught up, you have everything. If you didn't need to know by now, if you had no idea, if you're new to the podcast, when we do our Game of Thrones breakdown, it is full spoiler territory. And I would assume this is going to be about 30 minutes. So try to find we're gonna the next thing we're gonna talk about, just so you know, are video games. Yeah. So like fast forward if you don't want the spoilers here to the video games. Yeah. So just kind of go with that. That'll be the next segment. But um you know, you have these people that are like that are so cool, like, am I the only one who doesn't watch Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to comment, yes. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, like stay just, in your hole. That's just them to so they get our angry messages. <laughs> right. But like for you for those guys who decided to wait seven and a half, eight years to watch this show, just stay away. You know, you're more than welcome on a bandwagon, but don't like go out there and say, no, I don't watch no, it because I'm too cool. Actually, I'm kind of jealous. So it's like, they can binge it all right there. Like we had to wait, you I, know, like season, I, 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 I think agree. I, I think I jumped in season two or three. I jumped in it too. So I had some time to binge, but like once you're caught up and you have to wait down. I ah. just, I don't like binge watching. I, that's why I prefer the Hulu style I mean, and the DC no, Universe I'm style. I'm kind of the same way, but when it's Game of Thrones, when they had me by the, the balls, yeah. I don't want to leave. Uh, 16.9 for the season 7 finale, 17.4 million for this, uh, which was great. And it started off right away with brand new opening credits, um, which if you didn't know, yeah. they would usually just give you over that overall map. Yeah. Even the opening scene where that, I forget what it's called, but that, that band that comes across the screen, that, that has different symbols yeah. on it now. It's crazy how detailed that opening is. So when we go over our top three this week, it's going to be top three things we loved about this episode. And my number three, shockingly, are these opening credits. Damn. It starts from the the, the after uh, that, that first quick shot, when it goes to the map, yeah. it now tells you the story from the perspective of the White Walkers. Yeah. It starts north of the wall, yeah. and it t- comes through the broken wall, and all the ice flips over and turns blue. So it's like the path yeah. that the, the Night King is taking. Yep. The, the detail. No, no, I agree. And the fact that all these houses are dead and gone, right? They don't even show them anymore. Yeah. So now instead of just going over Winterfell, we're inside yeah. Winterfell. Yep. We're going first person, almost like VR, through the houses. We're in King's Landing. We're going underneath to where the scorpion is and the dragon's yep. skull. Like, these credits are we're already the best they're now pumped uh, up to 11 no, it's uh, the best is you're so we were so hyped just on the credits like it's just the credits and the it's, opening credits and I, we're going nuts. i just think it's so yeah. great because game of thrones likes to tell a story in their opening credits it's not just a yeah. two, it's something to pay attention to it's not something to fast forward yeah. and it's not something there's always a little hidden secret or hint in those credits and i thought that the it, a completely new perspective dude they made that call to completely reanimate which costs a lot of money oh yeah the entire opening scene for six episodes well, they know they even said that HBO gave us all the money, so I think the production of every episode it's, and the it's in the credits. It's so. in, it's insane that for only six episodes we're going to get different credits, and for seven friggin' full seasons we've gotten it's the, the same. same credits. But now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden we're going to change it. Uh, I have to give props to I think it's the Atlanta Falcons. I'm almost positive it's the Atlanta Falcons. Last night, so Wednesday night, the NFL schedules came out, and I guess the NFL had. 
an agreement or whatever to do something fun for the schedule release. Yeah. So the Eagles did, um, I believe they did like they brought back legends and stuff like that to, to say each game. The Carolina Panthers did it in old school video game style. That's cool. Um, the like Jets that. did it. The Jets did it in like NFL Blitz style. But okay. the Atlanta Falcons took the Game of Thrones opening credits and instead of it going over Winterfell, it went over the opposing team's stadium. Oh, that's cool. It was really well done. By far the best, in my opinion. Carolina's right up there. He said, I like the Falcons a little bit more now. <laughs> it was it was a nice touch, yeah. as they say. But let's dive into the episode. I think for what it lacked in action, because it didn't have any besides the end, what it lacked in action, it completely excelled at moving the plot forward, that scene setting, Everything. and all the wonderful reunions. Everything. I mean, I, I, I don't even like I, I have to you start, because I'll jump all around to my favorite parts, because I know you have it literally, like... Beginning to end. I went through it very vigorously yeah. a second time and was taking notes. We have a lot of callbacks to the pilot in yep. this episode. Tons of them, including that first scene where we have the Unsullied marching through Winterfell and that little kid running. In season one, that was Arya. Exactly. And yeah. now he's running and Arya is the one that lets him through the yep. crowd so he can climb up just like she did in season one. I think that was a perfect way to start the season. Dude, I, was it was David, uh, Benioff and... Benioff and Weiss. They're the two. I, I now, I have complete faith in them in Star Wars. <laughs> to t- yeah it'll just be right? a retelling of episode four again perfect done uh, but again just like for those longtime fans those are the satisfying moments yeah. right if you're a fan that just binge watched season one this year for the first time and you went all the way through you don't have seven years of memory and if it wasn't for the 52 minute mashup i would have forgotten because i think they show you just a little like, a, yeah. a little bit and it's just enough yeah uh, there was a this wasn't the last pilot no, callback no, no, no. in this episode but i'm not gonna like lump them all together like i said i'm just gonna kind of go through the episode yeah. and we'll talk through it Tyrion, uh he was the wisest in the seven kingdoms in my opinion he was he's he, he was, lost a step he lost a couple um do you believe that he really believes in his heart that cersei is going to help him and ride north to help against the white walkers because he believes it at least that's what he says yeah he I- I'd like to think that he believes it. I mean, why else would he be there? That's really stupid if he believes it. Because we all know as the audience, she ain't coming. She even says it. I just do what I... I'll say what I have to say to do what I want to do. Yeah. So we know she's not coming with the Golden Company or the, or her army up to Winterfell to help them. Oh, you're saying Cersei. Yeah. Oh, I think it's Danny for some reason. No, Cersei. Okay. So I truly, truly believe that Tyrion does not... He says... My sister, Cersei, she's coming up to help us in the north. I don't believe that he thinks that. I think he's he, just saying that to help people get over their anxieties. Or just to kind of be more positive rather than, oh, we're going to die. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. I, because remember, last season, they made a deal, and we don't know what that is yet. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they did some shady shit. And and she does come out. She says she, it during she an episode. Says, I'm, I'm I'll, not, wait, I'll, I'll wait till they battle. They're half dead. We'll come in, kill the rest, and boom. And so we know as an audience they ain't coming to help. Yeah. But do you really think Tyrion believes that they are? Does, does he have faith in his sister that she's going to make right? Again, it depends whatever secret deal they made. Yeah. I mean, that's the you point. You know what I mean? Do you believe that deal was, are you going to help? Or do you think that deal was, I'm going to betray Danny? Because that could happen. Does Tyrion betray God, Danny? That would, oh, to go that would break my heart. Back with that that Braun, would break my heart. Braun did it. I know, but it would break my heart. So, I mean, listen. I hope Gordon, not. I hope, I, I don't, obviously, I, I want Tyrion to make it because he... I think this episode debugged the Tyrion being a Targaryen because we know okay, now John's, the, the, John's the dragon rider. Yeah. I think that dispels the, the theory of he's not a but who Lannister. Who else could he be? He's a Lannister. Yeah. I think that that's real. Tywin was his dad. I think it was just a form of symbolism by saying you're not my son just no, because no, they like, were so different. Yeah, that he was just bought Just, her, just yeah. different because yeah. he was a, a dwarf and all that yeah. stuff. So I think that kind of dis- 
that kind of just like disproves yeah. that theory a little bit, which lets me think, okay, so he's not a Targaryen. He can definitely, he's still a Lannister and Lannister always pays their debts. Yeah. And a Lannister is a fucking sneaky, yeah. sneaky person. So there is that theory that he's going to turn on Danny. I can see a little bit more credence now than yeah. I could have a yeah. week ago. I mean, I, I freaking hope not, but hey, anything's possible with Lannisters. We're going to go through the reunions now. Um, and then we'll continue along with the episode. The one of the these are not in order. These are just what I thought of. In my opinion, probably the second best reunion, John and Arya. My number three. It's so good. It's just she always like looked up to. Her. She was the only one that like I feel like showed him love. Like you know, I think he even says you're the only one that that kind of like yeah. Sansa and him got into it in season seven. Yeah, they and got, Bran is just stoic. And Arya, I think Arya just always kind of like looked up to him. Like you're like you're my big brother, even though you know. Obviously, we know he's not, but it's just something you just see that the smile on both their faces, that big embrace. I like my heart was warm. I was like, <laughs> she pulls out needle and he says, "Have you used it?" She goes, eh, a, "A few, few times. yeah, a few times." That was so funny. <laughs> I mean, like, this actually showed Jon Snow can be a, a good actor. And, and, and Jon has no idea how badass she really is And yet. that's what I can't yet. wait for. Like, oh. he's going to find out. He's going to be shocked. I'm surprised you and I didn't talk about this. When they came out with that trailer, there's a scene where Arya is running through what looks like the crypts underneath Winterfell. She's dirty. She's scared. She's yeah. huffing and puffing. We never talked about what she could be running so, from. Okay, so I, I guess people are, could be saying that it was her parents... Yeah, yeah, back from the dead yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. It could be just like we theorized last week when we did our predictions. Does the Night King raise up the the Winter Fells, the fallen Winter Because we, we don't. Did we know that if Eddard was buried or burned? I don't remember. He doesn't have a head, so I don't. I know it would have to play, be a head. Like, did someone grab his head and throw it with the body, throw it in a sack? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I how. would assume they don't stitch him back up. I would assume it's his body. If he comes back, he'll be headless, Ned. I think. Um, Catelyn got a throat slit so she could be just Lady Stoneheart like in the books yeah. we don't we haven't seen Lady Stoneheart in the show um, if, for anybody who doesn't read the books and doesn't know who Lady Stoneheart is it's Catelyn Stark zombified she raises from the dead and she kills every single Lannister and Frey now in the show all the Freys are dead yeah, so- but remember that happened before the books could yeah. could go so we don't know um, the, the Freys are not dead in the books yet so that's why Lady Stoneheart can uh, kill okay. because okay. the books are the show's way ahead of the books. Yeah. That was the season seven opener, and season six is when the books oh, stop. stop. So Jesus we have, Christ. yeah, we have no idea, like how the books are going to catch up to that. But the books do feature a lot of Lady Stoneheart. So if we can get a Lady Stoneheart, and even if it's not Ned, because Ned's headless, like that's not going to be cool I, to me. I was, we're not going to see would him. Still love to see like his head stitched up just to see Sean Bean again. Do I? I would love it. I'm thinking we it could be Lady Stoneheart, but again, we don't know it what it sense. is. I'm very excited to see if you know how badass Arya really is, and for John to see her because she's gonna know. she's gonna kill somebody with needle. Oh, a hundred percent! Like somebody big. So yeah. John's gonna see how badass. Yeah. His and then, sister he, then is. John takes out his sword. A little yeah. heavy for me. A little me. heavy you know, for that, my that taste. Was funny. Yeah, she does have the Valyrian dagger, so she yeah. does have something that's Valyrian. Like, too, but I don't think he knows about that dagger. I th- I'm pretty I, sure that he doesn't know she has that. Did she didn't show her? She didn't show not him? the dagger. No, she only showed him needle. Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe that was right. So I'm almost positive here that um, he does not know just quite okay. what she is yet. Um, it was really quick, just because we're on Arya. There was also a theory that she didn't kill Littlefinger. There's also a theory that Littlefinger in season seven, you see him giving a coin to a woman, and people are saying that that coin. 
just like Arya got a coin from Jack and Hagar, that that he was giving that coin to a faceless person who then took his face and sacrificed themselves, and he's still alive and made it out. And the person that Arya slashed throat was actually a faceless. Pissed. That could be a theory. No, and, and, it, and it makes sense. It does. And that's the weird Cause, thing. Because he Thrones, is so sneaky and, yeah. and like, oh, little finger. How could he not see that coming? The, the death. Like, as soon as he was in that room, he knew that he had no chance. So, like, Even they play, played it off that he didn't know it was coming. That right, and Littlefinger's way him. too yeah. smart yeah. for that. So, like, to me, I'm like, okay, I can buy that theory because we don't know yeah. what that I handshake mean, was. I kind of hope not. I really hope he's dead me because too. it felt it's the Marvel. Thing. It felt so right. Yeah, it's the Marvel yeah. thing. Kill your characters and keep them killed. Yeah. You know, we don't, we want Marvel to keep. But it, I mean, dead. it does make sense. Like I'd be like, ah, shit. Yeah, Game of Thrones does up. that. Like I feel like Game of Thrones is the one show, maybe besides Breaking Bad, that if you killed off a character and then magically said they weren't dead, we'd believe it. Yeah, because yeah. it's just we love that yeah, show. Exactly. Maybe Sopranos too. But anyway, we got John and Ari. We got John and Bran. They haven't seen each other in quite a few years as well. I, I wouldn't. It's not on my top three. Yeah, me neither. But it, it was. I mean, I guess it was a cool moment, but Bran's not Bran no more. Right. He's Dark-Eyed Raven, and he just looks so, like, zombified. Right. But he, but whatever he says, the thing about Bran is every single thing he says has meaning. There's no, yeah. there's zero no, waste there's, of dialogue. Yeah, there's no, there's no waste of nothing. And he doesn't, and that's his character. Everything yeah. he says is like, yeah, they're coming. We're all going to die. Yeah, we're, we're dead. You're fucked. <laughs> and, like, I think that, again, moves the plot forward, because that puts some urgency behind the folks at Winterfell, like... Yeah, we got to prepare us, and 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 he has to know. He sees. He has to know the White Walkers are coming. He's going to be the one to warn everyone. Or is Bran the White? Is Bran the Night King? I hope not. I, I don't. I, I don't like that. Theory I don't either. like the theory at all. I really hope it's not. The him. theory goes that Bran actually travels back in time, wargs into the guy who gets stabbed by the Children of the Corn, who became the Night King, but he uh, loses track of, of his power. He gets stuck there, and when he gets stabbed, he becomes he the becomes. Night King and can't leave. That's the theory, um, and. Or I don't necessarily believe that. Um, I, I hope, hope not. it's not true. I hope not. I hope the Night King is just a badass motherfucker who's going to be in for some shit. Yeah, that just wants That's to kill it. everybody. That's it. That's yeah. really all I hope it is. But we had John and Bran. We also had John and Sansa. Now this isn't like a uh, a reunion of years. They yeah. were with each other last year. Yeah, there's a couple. But it was this is for a different reason. I had this on the list is because not on my top three, but this is different because now Daenerys is with John and Daenerys and Sansa are not seeing eye to eye. Yeah, and that that hurt me. Yeah, and I was, I was like, "All right, Danny, she's got to go. <laughs> got to take her out." We both believe Sansa's not one for this world in this show. I mean, who knows? She could be become like you know. Remember, she was under Littlefinger's you mm-hmm. know kind of spell for a while, so she kind of hopefully he didn't rub you know too much off on her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I like Sansa is the ultimate example of Glenn, like a character that, <laughs> that some people love, not everybody. Yeah. Um, plays a huge role in the plot, but if they get killed off, I'll move on. Yeah, like honestly, like at all the Stark, she would be the only one I want to die. I don't want yeah, Arya to die. I don't even know John. I, I, I don't think want John to die. Yeah, I, I don't care if John dies in this anymore because I truly believe that he was our when he died the first time. It kind of took that yeah, out of I kinda it. I kind of wish that never happened. <laughs> almost, almost. Except uh, maybe if they waited a little longer to resurrect him, they waited two yeah, episodes. It, it was so fast, but it, it was cool just to see one when, when he came back and he hung the traitors. Yeah, so I would that like to cool. see. I would like to see where this Daenerys Sansa thing goes because now later in the episode, now that John knows his I, lineage, I loved their side glances of like Danny, like the one like yeah. they look over about practically the same time. Danny gives this look. I was like, oh shit, yeah, her. yeah, and and you had that. That kind of conflict for John. Who do I side with? Oh, dude, I feel, like I feel so bad for John because you're you're in the middle. Yeah, you're like 
You're trying to make your girl like your sister. Like, Sansa, please. But but now he knows his lineage. So I think it makes it a little easier for him. One line Sansa said to Jon. Said... Are you doing this for Winterfell or are you doing it because love. you're in love with her? Yep. And I was and never, one of that was one of my favorite answer. lines of the episode. And he didn't answer. He didn't answer. And, but it was what because I think it just it cut, right? right? It went to a different scene. But that was one of my favorite lines. Uh Sansa also reunited with her former husband, <laughs> Tyrion Lannister. And, I mean, because what what I did like was Tyrion kind of reminder, oh yeah, great of you to left when you did when oh, the king's dead, and yeah. oh, they me and my wife's gone. Like yeah. How did that look? Yeah. He's like, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, because he had to go trial by combat yeah. on that. Um, so that was a huge turning point. There was a part of that where I legitimately thought they were going to kill off Tyrion. So that is a major, yeah. major sticking point. So that was a tough reunion to get through. But again, there was a little comedy thrown in there. Um, very well done. Peter Dinklage is a phenomenal Yeah, they, they, they kind of they had fun near the end of it. Sure. Uh, Arya also reunited with both Gendry and the Hound at the same time. She won't fuck Gendry. Yeah. She wants it. Oh, you, you, you saw her spot. And, and obviously he's into her. So, Absolutely. okay, I see that. But There's our new romance for the season. That's them too. But the just Hound. The you hound are, you her. are quite a little bitch. Oh, and he's like, and kind of like, that's why you're still alive. Yes. And I just like that yeah. she was Man just, she, she mean mugged. And he kind of looked up like, didn't like, Badass. shit. Like that's, for a young girl, you're the baddest chick I ever met. Yeah, that, that's, you could just tell the mutual I yeah, think it goes both yeah. ways. Mutual respect that they have for each other. Like, I fucking killed you and left you to die. You didn't die. You ended up with Al Swearingen, uh, who died. <laughs> um, this. <laughs> in like one episode. Literally, it's it. One, one episode. episode. Al Swearingen. One of my dead. favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Ian McShay, we love you. Uh, and then you come back as this new person. I'm still alive, even though I should have died. Yeah. I got stabbed 75 times by the the Quaif, whatever her and name is. You know what I think? I you know when I have the the, 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 the game bowl. Yeah, I have a feeling Arya might come and save him for some reason. Just kind of like I don't know, stab the mountain from the back, or yeah, like or, or like Hound's about to die or something, and Arya does something. You know, I feel like because she's gonna get his back. Like they just have like that kind of relationship. I feel you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah we know they try to kill each other, but again, they traveled together. They had to survive together. Yeah, uh, my number two. On my top three moments of the show. This is the last scene of the entire episode. But it is a reunion we all wanted to see since literally the first or second episode. Um, I think he checks on him once in Winterfell. But the the push happens in episode one. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lannister and Bran. My number one. What a I moment. told you. Even though it's a two, three second look. No, and no words. Nikolai, when he sees Bran and he looks, he gives him that stoic look. His fate just captured everything. Like it was wonderful. Just like, oh fuck, there he is. He could ruin everything. And also, you got to be thinking like, I pushed him out of a window. Like you still have to the he, human element. He's of it. the only one that knows what happened. So now it's like, is he going to try to kill Bran? No. no I'm, I'm I'm just 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 kind of just things that run through my head. But yeah. that that quick look and yeah. it ended. I was just like, yeah. Fuck. Great, great way to end the episode. Oh. I think that again, the nonverbal communication in this episode Beautiful. was phenomenal. Um, just the acting on their faces, like that, yeah. that, that look—they just sold it really well. But this is Jamie's again. Remember, this is his redemption arc. My assumption is he's going to get on, try to get on the good side of Bran. We're going to fall for him as an audience even harder than we already do. He's going to go down. He's his, not going to make it. His arc. We went from hating his guts to loving to kind of hating to back to love. I mean, I think. No, I think I hated him for a while, and then he kind of turned when you know his hand, whatever. 
I love them since. He he kind of went back to Cersei a little bit because they 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 be banging they're, in, they in got, later seasons. They're on their freaky shit. I, I you know I was like all right whatever. Well, you I, got I, respect for the incest? No, I don't. I didn't say I respect <laughs> it. I just said they're on their freaky shit. It's like whatever. Yeah. But it's I don't know. I just I just like where his arc. I hope to God he somehow stays alive. Oh, man, him and Brienne. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, they gonna fuck. She loves him. Yeah, she sure does. Yeah. But. Oh my God! What if Tormund is the one that kills Jamie because he's jealous? No, there's no way, <laughs> no way, like, no way. How Game of Thrones would that be, though? I'd be so. Pissed. That'd be so. Game I'd of go Thrones. from loving Tormund to hating him. <laughs> uh, the next reading we have, I had to put on here, even though it's not between two humans. I just thought it was a good moment. Is well, it's a it was a tough moment, really, for us fans of the show. We both love Braun, yeah. Uh, but Braun, while he was dropping some really funny lines and some really uh, clever lines while he was in that, I guess you want to call it an orgy, but while he's with the yeah. women. Um, and then Kyburn comes in and basically says, "Hey, Cersei's going to give you this castle. All you got to do is go kill Tyrion and Jaime. And here's the crossbow that Tyrion yeah, used to kill Tywin. That's my reunion. Is Braun and can the he do it? Crossbow. Do you think he's going to do it? So he came out. The actor said, "You're really going to hate the decisions I have to make this season." And that was his little tease. I have to think that he does not. I think that he finds out somehow that Cersei is fucked. Like right now, he trusts her. He doesn't have a reason yeah. not to. Of course, he doesn't know all the and get the castle. He he doesn't have any. He wants that castle so bad, of course. and he has no reason to really think Cersei's going to do anything with him because he's been so loyal to the Lannister yeah. family. So when I think he's going to walk in on something or see something or overhear something that really let him know how much of a monster is, and it's going to be there. He's going to have it aimed at someone, maybe yeah. probably Tyrion, I would say, and he's not going to pull the trigger. If he if he has to kill one, who do you want to kill, Tyrion? Or Tyrion, Jim? same. Yeah, Tyrion. Okay. Just, uh, just making sure if we we're on the same page. Strictly because we both have our theories for how Jamie yeah, goes. Yeah. And if it's something at the hands of Braun, yeah, they've I, been I friends be for the whole show. I like that, but Jamie deserves to go out bigger yeah. than just a Braun crossbow shot. I agree. I, I agree. guess you could argue Tyrion does too, but because you gave me two options. Yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly how I uh, Let's see. Two more Theon and Yara. Uh, they all of a sudden halfway through the episode you just see axes getting thrown at people and, and that was a cool and it was definitely that was, that was cool the scene. real yeah. violence of the episode but uh all of a sudden yara who like it's weird right like you see her on the ship euron's talking to her he's like i'm not gonna kill you because then who would i talk to yeah. and all this stuff and it's like okay whatever and then he just leaves the ship unattended for her to just well, chill well because he, he he leaves her there he goes I, to see cersei I, I know i know you know but. he gets his freak on with cersei yeah. Uh, he says he's going to put a baby in I knew in she her. was going to give it up. I knew she was going to give it up. But she hates it. She hates him. Oh, 100%. She only gave it up. We can talk yeah, about we'll it. We'll get there. We'll get there. But there's a reason she did what she 100%. did and slept with him. It wasn't out of love or the fact that she wanted to It was just enough to keep him there. She it, knew that she had to give him a little cookie yes. to keep him around. Then we don't even have to cover it because that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Okay, perfect. Uh, so, but he, while he's trying to get his freak on with Cersei... Mm-hmm. He's got a bunch of schlubs running the ship. Yep. So all of a sudden, Theon and two other dudes are just like, nung, 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 done. Yep. And they kill all of them. And then they just reunite. It's kind of like felt she, weird. She frees her. I do like that I she punched it. him in the face. Loved it. Because he pussied out and jumped off that boat. Like, well, well, no. I always go back to when she tried to free him from the first time. Before Ramsay was dead. Yeah. Where he, no, it's a game. And he was so freaked right, out right, and he right, wouldn't right. go. When he so I re- think that was like anger punch. Yeah, that was that was reek and yeah. being a little little jump ship. Well, he's been he's been through that, some stuff. At that time, he's been through a lot of he's shit. Been through some stuff. But like it's cool because when they were on their way back to the Iron Islands, you could tell Theon was like I kind of want to be with my friends, my family at Winterfell. Cuz he knew he fucked up yeah. and he has to go right his wrongs. And now okay, Theon, so, he ga- he gained some respect from me cuz you know where I was with him. I was pissed mm-hmm. at him. I gained I gained a little respect after everything he's been through to still want to go back. There is literally, I would say 
two seconds of in the end of the episode when you see Jamie coming in on the hood. Yeah. For two seconds, I thought it was going to be Theon, and then I was, and then I thought to myself, they wouldn't hood him. Yeah. They, no. We already saw him. Yeah. He would just come in. The reason I thought it was he was it was him hooded because he wanted to hide from the Winterfell people so he didn't get killed on the way in. But then once you were like, okay, yeah. it's Jamie. But Theon, do you think he ever makes it back to Winterfell? Oh, I like he's coming. Thing. He's coming from the south, so he doesn't have to cross the exactly. Water. And that's why you think he makes it back. So that's your only reason. Euron doesn't track him down. I don't think so. I think he's a little distracted. We're getting a little sound from Cersei. I think he's a little distracted. Okay. And then he's got I the Golden he, Company now, though. And I think when he goes back and sees that she's gone. I think he's going to get pissed, and that's where he, he fucks up. Does, he's not where does he right. go, Where does he go then? When Euron finds out that Euron's gone, does he say, I don't give a shit, I got Cersei? Does he say, I'm going to the Iron Islands? That's where maybe he kind of splits up the army a little bit. And that could that be would maybe, be the worst That's decision. what I'm saying. So he makes yeah. a bad decision. He thinks out of anger. So, oh, we're searching. You go this way. We go this way. Yeah. Something like that. So I, I think Tyrion, or Theon. I don't know why I said Tyrion. I think Theon does make it back yeah, as well. Um, now, the the last one was Cersei and Euron. Um I knew she was getting off the cookie. I know it. Yeah, she walked away, and then as soon as she stopped, and he was like, "Oh yeah." She gave that look back. He's, and he looked up at me. I'm like, "Excuse <laughs> Get out me, of my big way." Fella. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. Uh, but, but now it kind of thinks because remember before it was last season, Sarah said she's pregnant, right? And he kind of said, "Hey, I'm gonna put a baby in that belly." He could so think it's, like, it's his baby. Was or she could or she could say it's his baby. Was she lying the entire time that, that she was a, not pregnant, and then gets she, pregnant because she is drinking wine? Yeah, exactly. So there are theories exactly. out there that she's not really pregnant, that was and maybe now she is. But there is the prophecy, so like there's also that prophecy of said that she could die during chi- and you die during childbirth and you won't see a fourth. So like, I, you know, I think that's a really good storytelling yeah. because we're left with two theories of what could be exactly, and it probably won't be either one. So I'm like, swerve us somehow, and, th- and that's what I love is we're coming up. We with did all these <laughs> and they could all be wrong. Yeah. Uh, so how quickly does Euron bite the bullet? How many episodes does he last? I think maybe three. He dies during Winterfell, though. I don't think they're going to show anything but Winterfell. Think? Yeah, I think he's a maybe. four. Four? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It leaves you two more episodes to continue. You kind of want th- you want Theon or kind of his, his sister Theon to, to kill do him. Yeah. My last question before we get on with the rest of the episode is, do we ever see Yara again? Uh, yeah, we have to. I don't think so. You think she only filmed that one that, that one They're scene? on their way back to the Iron Islands, and the last thing she says is the dead can't swim. I think she actually says, like, go kill the bastards or whatever. I kind of hope they... she has a change of heart and goes helps them. That's my thing. She goes back because knowing about her brother, and that her brother came back to save her, I think she goes to help her brother. And brings an army, exactly. and that helps against the whites. Exactly. That could be something. Yeah. I, I'm i literally torn 50-50. Because yeah. you could see her theory. going home, uh, screw and that, or calling to help her brother. Because, like, you're on an island. Yeah. Like, King's Landing is going to be preoccupied with the war. Yeah. Dead can't swim to yeah. get to you. Now, she doesn't know about Viserion. Yeah. He could just fly right over the Iron Islands. Dead. Yeah. True. Gone. True. Fire. But I I don't know. Um, I'm t- I think I'm totally torn yeah. 50-50 on that one. So we'll leave that one and let the show yeah. just tell yeah. us. John is a dragon rider. We got that quick, it, right in like the first third of the episode, and it just kind of happened. I did not expect uh, it. See, I I'm, I'm having a, a tough bit more. time for my number two. It's, e- it's either more. this or him and Samwell. I wanted a little bit more from this. I did. That's why it's not even on my list. Um, I'm trying to think because, what I... and I said this to you before the show, uh, before we went on the air, is the the way that the writing was set up wasn't a prophecy. It wasn't out of love. It was the dragons. But, they haven't eaten a lot, and then they never feed them. Yeah. So this is. I, I think I would just. I'll put this at my number four. Making and, and, no and sense. One one no reason why I love no number fours. 
No. One of the reasons why I love this scene so much that I felt like I saw Danny look at him and like fall deeper in love with him, like in front of the waterfall. When Drogon, no, was even like, when she sees him flying with the dragon, you just yeah. see her smile. Oh, happy, you know yeah. what I mean? And the dragons are there, and the one of the best scenes. It could be the, my favorite. They're kissing. John's opened his eyes, and they're just staring. Drogon is pissed. Oh, both of them were staring, so, but they they zoom in on Drogon's face. Do you think that Drogon is a uh, reincarnation of Khal Drogo because that's the reason for his name is Drogon. Do you think there's a theory that that he's looking, that, he's pissed, looking that he's pissed? That's my okay. girl. That's my girl. He's saying. I, I could see that, but also you want to make sure that you know you don't want her to be alone. He wants to be strong to protect her, right. but you know he Drogon's there to protect her. But yeah, you have Rhaegal, who John rode, which yeah. we all were happy about because yeah. we know that Rhaegar is John's, John's dad. So father. he's it made sense. He's riding his father's dragon. She rides Drogon because it's Khal Drogo. I think I do kind of subscribe to that. I think it's a little jealousy, some just some comedy. Yeah. Like I would not be surprised dude, if that was called. Uh, can, can we can we say this? How awesome did them dragons look? CG looks great. CG looks great. You could see the money on screen. CG looks great. I, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. CG looks yeah. great. Uh, then so okay, we got us. And you know the waterfall was all CGI. Yeah. yeah. So okay. we we do have to spend just a little bit more time in the dragon rider thing because it is a huge piece of it. Um, there were the theory of is Theon or is Tyrion the dragon rider or is John? Yeah. We now definitively know it's John. Um, we knew that he was a Targaryen before he did. How do you ride a dragon? You just you just do. What do I hold on to? He actually said in the behind the scenes that he got his balls. Oh my god, that was I was he was my right ball. Yeah. <laughs> I lost yeah, it. Yeah, that was. Pretty he was funny. like too much. Every every crew member was laughing. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, now I know what it's like to ride. Goes, without and we couldn't cut. Yeah, <laughs> it just moved. I was dying. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty good. funny. So a little behind the scenes yeah. there, but. Um, you know, I, I it, the, the weird part about this scene to me was just like the whole reason they even went to the dragons is because they said they only had 21 goats and some pigs or whatever, and they're not eating right. And she's concerned about yeah. them. Then all of a sudden they just start riding. They just, then they get off them and they make out under a waterfall. Good call back to the Yigrid yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, it was like, they kind of like, they needed a reason. Up. Yeah. But don't you think they'd have come up with a better reason than the dragons aren't eating? Because then the dragons never fucking eat. Yeah. Like if they made a pit stop. At the 7-Eleven and the dragon's got a Slurpee, I'd find it more believable than they oh, just don't eat it at Because they didn't eat. Maybe they had indigestion or they ate food poison. Maybe a goat was dying of a disease. They flew miles on empty <laughs> stomachs. What, they didn't stop at a McDonald's? You get, you and Westeros. You didn't get a Westermac? <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah. Like, you... It's just it was a convenient plot no, point gotcha, for gotcha. a giant yeah, thing yeah. when really all that needed to happen was Danny was petting or cleaning the dragon like you know whatever and then john comes up and then could have been yeah I they didn't have to do the the, the hunger thing yeah you know because then I and just unless felt maybe bad. something comes to that you know but then i just felt bad because saw a bunch of dead maybe, animals maybe they're missing their brother or sister dragon that's dead or you know obviously the syrian so i'm just trying to think of ways where i can help it along dan and johnny the cave scene that goes dan, dan and johnny how about <laughs> danny like, and john yeah they have the cave scene that calls back to eager it was really nice because she said we could stay here for a thousand years or yeah I just it was, it stay was a thousand. sweet moment and yigrid said let's just stay in this cave forever and yigrid in real life is john snow is kit harrington's real wife yep. so it's just a really nice way yeah, to it was tie sweet. it was sweet yeah. for us got nerds yeah. it was a nice little moment for that yeah. but you're right the cake take of that 
was when Drogon's just staring. That was, was the, that was the best. Like, get off my girl. Super funny. And But his face, though, was like wide-eyed. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I've theorized for a long time that I believe Samuel Tarly is going to have one of the biggest, if not the biggest, impacts on the ending of the show. Mm-hmm. I think he's a much bigger character than they're letting on. I think they're starting to let that trickle out because... Daenerys and Jorah go in strictly to thank him yeah. for getting rid of the grayscale. And all of a sudden, he uh, was like, you killed my father? And that acting was just so brilliant. Yeah. But he really didn't care that she killed her father. It was when I mean, the, he was, was, I mean, he was hurt like, okay, buy you my father. But it was when the she brother. said Dickon, yeah. who, by the way, is the, is the lead character, one of the lead brothers in Umbrella Academy. Um, that was when he, that yeah. acting, his face yeah. was priceless. No, it was brilliant. And then you, she felt like, ah, oh, shit. Like, yeah. just met him and there it goes. Like, or she didn't. I kind of don't think she cared. Because she even said it. Like, I'm a queen. I have to do what I have to do. Yeah. And and John even kind of defends it a little bit later in the in the tombs when she when he no, was no, like, when him, yeah, you when wouldn't him. have done that. Yeah. I wasn't a king. Yes, you were. So. But he didn't know that, you know. But he... He almost stuck up for Daenerys. Like, she's a queen. She's got to do yeah, what she's got to do. You have to bend the knee. Uh, but, like, Samwell, I forget his, the actor's name. His acting was so on point. I agree. So he goes out. He talks to Bran. And then all, and Bran's like, you, you got, have to tell, you have him, to tell him now. Yeah. Has to be you. So we were ready. You're and his I thought, brother. I thought this no, was going to be. No, I'm not. I was like, oh, shit. I thought this was going to be the last scene. But this scene oh, in the number, Winterfell number crypt. Two. Winter, number one for me. Uh, in the crypts underneath Winterfell. The subtlety of this is when they started it he's looking at ned yeah then when he turns away and they start talking about his lineage it's the statue of liana yeah his mom in the background yep. blurred out it was a yep. wonderful yep. touch again Good just tech. the things game of thrones does yeah. to really the subtle little yeah. easter yeah. eggs are amazing but john finds out his lineage he finds out his real name is aegon targaryen sixth of his name i believe um and that he is related to, to and Danny. He's in, John's in a little bit of shock here. Oh, he, he he's kind of mad. I think he kind of gets mad at Sam and May goes, "Well, my father was one of the most honorable men I know." Right. Then he says he did it to protect you yeah. because Robert would have killed you. Mm-hmm. You would be dead, John. So I took you in. You know, like you know, basically Ned. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. About Ned taking him in. I I just think that that whole scene, which makes was, me love Ned even more. Yeah, I mean Ned was. I mean, so so Danny, you had the so your wife. Thinking Thinks, that you think, cheated on her mm-hmm. and had a bastard kid. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It was brilliant. Ned, and Ned had to live with that for years. Exactly. That's, it's like I have so much more respect for Ned. Yeah. he. I mean, back in those days, cheating on your wife wasn't as... Well, I mean, still, but you're still married. You had three, what, three, four kids. He's also an honorable man. So yeah. like, he wouldn't cheat. And we found that he didn't. So it is like almost like a redemption. Well, we knew it since season what? six, but still, point and, being. And then what was the line where Sam said to her? is like, you know, you bowed to her when she was queen or... Would she do the same for you? Right. Oh my, that hit so, like, that hit home. Yeah, and it's just... Because I don't know. So I don't know if she would. It's just such... An, at this point... I don't think so. I don't think so. She is... She has a mission. She's on that mission. She's got to... Remember, she is the type of person who, like, low-key demands your respect. Yeah. Demands yeah, you yeah. to... Not bow down, but... Well, I mean, she asks now, everybody to... how's this? I just have to think. Before John's about to tell Danny about his lineage, she finds out that she's pregnant. Oh, I'm I'm almost certain she okay. pulls out okay. a, she pulls out a little blue stick and it's got the plus sign because oh, well. they had those back yeah, then. Exactly. And I, I you know I think we're gonna see the plus sign. I, she will find out about it. Ba- now there is that whole thing about she's barren. We yeah. we don't believe it. Yeah. We think she's pregnant. Yeah. We already think she's pregnant from the sex scene from last season. But yes, um, over under for fast, for you guys out there. What do you think? Do you think Danny learns that she's pregnant first or learns about the lineage of John being her her nephew first? Give us your answers uh, on Twitter at WePod and We Know or at Samuel Matoro. 
uh, on Instagram at we podcast and other things, or just write it on our Facebook page. Uh, but there's one scene after John finds out that he was uh, a Targaryen that I'll get to in a minute because I have a question. Because now that John knows his true lineage, on his battle attire, mm-hmm. he wears the Stark Wolf yeah. sigil. Yeah. Does he change? Does it? he change it to the Targaryen sigil? Assuming he tells Danny. Assuming Not he tells Danny. In the in the battle for Winterfell in episode three, what sigil is he wearing? Is he fighting for the Starks of Winterfell? Or is he fighting for the just for the North as a Targaryen? Isn't that a pretty neat thing? Oh to, no, it is. To think I, mean, about? I would like to see how he does both because I think no matter That's what, a cop out. no, it is. But in his heart, I think he's always a Stark, half and half. It's a. I, I, hear, I, I just think he's he's the Ned. Everything is so in the like, being a Stark is all he knows. So let me ask you, as the viewer, you can only pick one. What do you want him to say? Stark. I want him to go Targaryen. Yeah. Because I want it's, it's, it's his lineage. I just know John that he's you know, he tries to be the a, a good guy and I think he kind of maybe will wear it out of respect for Ned. Yeah. Or uh, what he did. Last scene we see uh Tormund, we see Beric Beric Dondarrion, and we see just a couple of other uh, kind of stragglers who made it down from the wall. I thought they were still at the wall. I had no idea they were up at House Umber because yeah. Friggin' in the beginning of the episode, the little Umber kid, Ned Umber, says, oh, I don't have enough ships. I don't have enough army. Yeah. And she goes, go get him. We knew he wasn't going to make yeah. it back. Right? At that point, we're like, all right, he's dead. Yeah. Um, that was their big death this episode was that guy. Uh, but they go into the start or the uh, – I mean, I'm happy to, I'm happy shit that they made it. I mean, I, we, I think we both projected that they survived the wall coming down. Yes. And yeah. we, we knew that because those are two characters. You'd see the death. They're not big enough for them to do off-screen yeah. deaths. Nobody yeah. would care. Yeah. Uh, we see him in House Umber, and the kid is literally pinned to the wall, with, and the White Walkers put that arm symbol around. Oh, yeah, we saw it in the pilot with horse heads, yep. and we saw it again in season – somewhere between season two and four, I think. Yeah. We saw it again. So that symbol is not the first time we've seen it. It's also in a cave uh, when Danny and John are in a cave. They, we see it on the wall and a marking. So that's like the White Walkers saying, we're here, bitch, and they're talking. We're stalking you now. And, and all of a sudden, that fucking kid – yeah. Well, he meets up with the Knights yeah, Watch, yeah. some of the members, and that kid just comes alive. Yeah, and he it was screamed it was the whole time. Yeah. He, he they burned him until he burned. They burned him to a crisp. He's screaming the whole time. At a certain point, I was like, "Can we turn it down? We don't want to wake the baby up." Yeah, that was that was a tough scene. Yeah, but it was good. It was yeah, effective. It was, it was. It shows us that Game of Thrones every now and again can still pull a little horror. Oh, little dude, bit. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but my only question with this one is: so we now know the Night King. Is through the wall yeah. and has gone through House Umber. A, I, I get how they didn't run into him because the wall is behind House Umber, yeah. so you're traveling south. So I get that. But in the trailer for this next episode, we see Tormund in Winterfell talking to John during the day. Yeah. So we now know that Tormund he, he makes it back. beats him, beats the night uh, the Night King to Winterfell. Well, I think that's what they say. If we they hurry did. now, we, we can, can, we beat, can him. beat him back. But how? That's very flawed logic to me. I understand that the night the Night King has so many uh, he, soldiers that they're marching yeah, slowly, and I think that's and I think that's I, the reason. I, I get that, but like, what route do you got to take where you don't run into two hundred thousand? Well, well I mean, workers? I think you you got to know the back routes. You got to know the ins and outs of the area. You make a left at Abercoke, exactly, and go straight. I, I get it, <laughs> you know. But it's just like to me, it was like that season seven rush where Gendry in one scene runs. runs yeah. It felt a little rushed like that. I can see it happening because they said it first. So they didn't just do it. But like in reality, you you beat him by a, a, a long shot. So that was just a little tough for me because you beat him by so much. Uh, but we're going to – We'll find out how if 
if how close it is, you know, maybe they're right yeah. on his ass. Maybe and, he gets somebody while they're on the way there. Well, at the end of episode two, we're going to see, because it was in the trailer, we're going to see it turns to nighttime. Tyrion's on top of the castle looking yeah. out. We're going to get that tease of the battle. It's not going to start yet. It's going to be the longest fucking week. It's it's going to be crazy. Well, it's in it's in two days from, or two or three days really? from now, we're going to get episode two. So we're only a week and a half away. Plus, Endgame is next week. It's a week from tonight. So, like, we're going to have... Kind of things to get us through to let us Two podcasts from now is going to be huge. I put out there when the episode was over on Facebook, I said, Hey, what did you think of season eight, episode one of Game of Thrones? We'll read all the responses. So I have a couple of responses cool. from our awesome. listeners. Uh, we have Sean who says, Bran is the ultimate timekeeper. Hey, cut it out. They're coming with a funny emoji. Yeah, nice. Gary says, I drink and I know things. Outstanding episode. <laughs> the reunifications were incredible. Most importantly, though, Sam and John. Edit yep. was tipsy because he wrote Rob at first. So I was like, who the frig is that? <laughs> uh, who are you referring to? So he changed it to Sam and John. He said he was tipsy during that. So he apologizes. Awesome. And then lastly, I have another one here um, from Darren. He is a patron at the Darren Monroe level. Uh, we appreciate that. But I'm pulling up his comment here. I don't know why he didn't just put it on Facebook. He DM'd it to me, but that's fine. He says, uh, incest, LOL. The opening <laughs> scene with Danny and John riding in side by side was cool. The Stark dynamic was fun to watch. Having characters interact after all this time was different because the arcs are being weaved back together was nice. On another note, uh, weren't we promised longer episodes? This was only 55 minutes. After the wait, I almost feel cheated. <laughs> Sam's reveal to John was really done right, in my opinion. And the question is he left him with was heavy. It left me to think, what will she do now? Now I have to erase this and inbox you as I realize it's full of spoilers. That's okay because <laughs> we, we do the spoiler part of it. So that's completely fine. That's what this whole what, thing is about. Darren, just know that each episode, they get longer. The and next are, one's 58. Yeah. Then it's 82. And listen, and 80, we want 82. your opinions. Yeah. We want your spoilers. Every episode, we'll read them Guys, all we're, in the we're, air. We're watch, as we're watching it, trust yeah. me, we'll read it. So we have episode two coming this Sunday. Give me one thing you think has to happen this week. <sighs> one thing that has to happen. Hmm. We have to see um, Viserion, the Night King. We didn't see. The, I, I feel mm-hmm. like we have to see him. Okay. I, I want to know where he's at. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. I want to see a blue dragon. Come on, <laughs> I drew the duck blue because I always wanted to see a blue. How duck. about you? Um, well, they haven't released the name of it yet. At least on IMDb, it's just episode eight point two. So it doesn't. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. The, yeah, true. Um, I what I would like to see. Did we did we see Brienne? We didn't. Um, okay, yeah, it could be no. I want to see her. Where, yeah. What's she up to? Yeah, I, I, I want, um, I want them to start the episode with Bran and Jamie. Oh, I want just to pick right back from up. that look. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have me right there. Yeah, I would like to. Good, I would almost call. like every episode this season to pick exactly the second or the last one left. I off. would love that. Yeah, and make it one continuous episode with cuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Dude, I can awesome. envision in five years they come out with the Game of Thrones mega movie of four, five, six hours. Seven, eight yeah. hours of just this one long thing. And it's just one continuous story that they just it. cut for TV purposes. <laughs> I'd buy it. That's what I would like. But we'll be right back after this word from our ESO network partners. Why should I listen to the Nerd List Podcast? Because we go there. Where? Everywhere. Human sexuality. They don't care what's in your pants. They love you anyway. Time travelers. The problem is time will f*** back with you. Politics and fandom. What Star Wars has been prior to Disney. It is a white male-driven universe. Find us at nerdlistpodcast.com. And on social media at nerdlistpod. Part of this complete breakfast and the ESO Network. The, the Nerdlist Podcast. Podcast. Listen! We'll start off in the gaming space. 
PS4 lead system architect Mark Cerny has unveiled some specs for the next PlayStation console. And it's not like a leak. It's not like somebody speculating they didn't find blueprints. This is the architect who led the way for PS4's development, came out on, I think it was Wired, and basically said, yup, here's some details on PS5, which is pretty incredible, quite frankly. So I have an article here um, from IGN. I'll just read the article so you can kind of get an idea of what they kind of announced a little bit. Uh, in demonstration to Wired, so it was a live demo, Cersei, Cersei, <laughs> Cerny, refu- I did that all week. Cerny refused to call the console a PS5, but explained that the console will definitely not be released in 2019 and explained why it's a true next generation machine rather than a PS4 upgrade like the PS4 Pro. Cerny explained that the console's CPU is a variant of the AMD Ryzen 3rd Gen and the and the that its GPU is a custom version of Radeon's Naviline. That GPU is capable of ray tracing, high performance imaging technique with some incredible results. Also, uh, PS4 backwards compatibility, uh, the potential to be able to play in 8K. Um, it, they invented that. They said that it wouldn't be like a native 8K, um, but it would have the capability to go up to 8K, which is exciting. Uh, they skipped it. They <laughs> went 5G, okay. 5G, 8K. Okay. Six and seven got left out. Uh, but yeah, so we're. Um, I can't remember the other, the other big spec, but regardless. What, was a price point? Thought I heard maybe. No, no, nothing. No? Because it's not officially unveiled okay. yet. Um, this is going to be a five hundred dollars machine, probably four or five hundred. Yeah, because I thought I read somewhere that they heard five hundred dollars price point, and people were like, oh, "That's all." But that's all rumors. Yeah, okay. but that's all the rumors. I'm not here for the rumors because when you have somebody like Mark Cerny coming out and saying that, you take that. Yeah, it's, stuff. it's not like the, it's Joe Schmo. Right. The rest of it's all rumor at this point. My guess is it gets unveiled at um, PSX this year because they're not going to be at E3. So I'm guessing a December full reveal with a 2021 launch. Oh, so not 2020. January. Nah, they might not actually. That makes no sense. Sneak it before Christmas. I would say March. Give them all of 2021 basically to capitalize on this and make it a huge system seller for the, the holidays. Um, I think they're going to pretty much can 2020 because they don't have any games left besides The Last of Us Part Two, Days Gone, and... Sec- uh, and so they're, like, they're one of the last ones that's coming to PS4. There are no real big exclusive after those, so... They have, and, and I think personally, Last of Us 2 and Death Stranding are both coming to PS5 anyway. Even if they come to 4, they're going to get up to 5. So, like, regardless, they could be day and date. But I think uh, PS5 is clearly, I mean, we knew it was on the way. Yeah. But it's nice to finally get some, some real Rather than just detail. hearsay. It's going to be a monster under the hood. It's going to have some insane specs and some great capabilities. The The problem with, like, 8K is nobody's got that yet. Yeah, I don't have an 8K it's, it's, TV. It, well, it's going to be 4K first. I don't even have a 4K That's TV. That's the thing. It's going to be native 4K with the ability to eventually scale to 8. And when 8K comes out, you got to remember how long 4K took to, to, yeah. to kind of become relevant. And still not. Most people do not own 4K. Yeah. I, so, I don't think I own do you? No. I don't own a single 4K TV. And it's not like I don't want to, which is why would I? My picture looks fine. And until, God forbid, my TV drops dead, right. then I get a new one. Um, but like 8K, like how much better can graphics look? You know? So I, it really is about like the power of like the RAM because that's like the draw distance. You have a game like Breath of the Wild that's on a little cartridge that you can see the whole map at the entire t- time. Like that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, God of War did no lo- loading screens. Like that's crazy. So... Like they're like examples of the power of the next gen. I'm excited to see where the next gen, like PS5, Xbox Two, or whatever they yeah, call that. Yeah, because you know I got to get it. Yeah, where they even where if they I only go. buy one game. Um, I, you know, I love the show. I love Uncharted. 
I so you will pick up PS5. I I, I think I just owe it to myself at this point. I kind of have to. Okay. I own everything else. The only one I don't own right now is PS3. I have. You, but you can get that no problem. I I had it. I traded yeah. it back in to get rid of it, and I got an Xbox 360 again. Um, but I can get a PS3 yeah. whenever. Yeah. I have every other PlayStation console besides that. So. Might as well get it. Be a completist. Xbox One S All Digital Edition and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate announces the same day as PS5 drops. I, I don't know if that was intentional, but it kind of seemed like they saw the PS5 news and said, well, here we go. We got to do our thing. And Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is a really good idea. Um, it's Game Pass, which is 10 bucks a month. Yeah. And it's Xbox Live Gold, which is $60 a year, all for one price. Now, that price is 15 bucks a month. Literally, that works out to the exact same price as both services Oh um, wow! Separate, yeah. so you're not getting a deal. Yeah, you're saving a little bit on tax. It's, it, it makes it look like it's you're getting but a you're, deal, but it, yeah. and, right? Because you're getting two for one price. But if you think about it, sixty bucks a year for Xbox Live—that's five bucks a month. That's what it breaks down yeah. to. Yeah. Sixty divided by twelve yeah. is five, and ten bucks a month for Game Pass. Ten plus five, fifteen. It's the same deal. Yeah. Now, I even think to go even further, Game Pass has all these crazy deals where it's like get Game Pass for three months for a buck. So, like, if you sign up for Ultimate, you're losing that capability. So, like, yeah, for those people who get this all-digital edition, which I'm calling it Xbox One, sad. The S, all-digital, sad. Um, It's $250, so it's it's 50 bucks cheaper than the other Xbox. And they said, Xbox came out and said, this will always be the least cost, like, the least costing console. So, let's say we take the Xbox One S and we discount it 100 bucks, 200 bucks on Black Friday. We will do the same thing for the all digital. It will always be, be the cheapest. Okay. So no matter what, it's a good entry point for folks who just want to play. But it only has a one terabyte hard drive. And Which to isn't me, enough. And to me, if you're going to charge us two fifty for something I can't buy physical media for, I need it too. What do you? So what do you feel about the digital edition? Something that you're just going to let let go? I have no interest. I have two yeah. Xbox Ones already. Yeah. Um, I don't. Play I, mean, them I didn't think you'd be often. interested. I just wanted to ask. Yeah, I'm playing my PlayStation more than anything right now, yeah. just because I'm playing the Ooh. show. I'm playing the show uh, every course, every course. night before bed. Yeah. I play the show. Um, I haven't put, turned on Xbox since Crackdown Three. So, like again, I haven't gamed yeah. as much as I'd like to, unless it's like Super Nintendo. Uh, but Xbox, all I think it's great. But yeah. again, for me, like you, it's all digital. Okay. Yeah. Bye. People that have shitty internet. Yeah. You're gonna wait like it's two true. days to download a game. Yeah. Not for us. SGDQ 2019 schedule is out. Yeah, we saw the games get released, uh, and we talked about that on the show before, so I'm not going to go through all yeah. the games. But there were some that, great games. There were some. It's amazing. Yeah. But now the schedule is out, which is really nice. When we Now I know what days to take off. Uh, they're <laughs> they're going to start it off with Spyro the Dragon, um, the, Reuni- the Reignited Trilogy. trilogy. Nice. Um, and then that first day, like on that first day, we're getting Super Mario 2, Donkey Kong Country 2, Kirby... Uh, Legend of Zelda: The Minish Cap, Devil May Cry. So small indie games. Devil May Cry, one. In uh, yes, in under an hour. That that's insane to me. In under an hour. Insane. We get Streets of Rage all the first day. So like that Sunday is going to be a baller day. This is by the way, it's June twenty third. So we're coming about two months from SGDQ. But like, it sucks. Is like the games I love, like Tony Hawk. I love the Tony Hawk yeah. games. Two thirty in the morning on a Monday. I'll never be able to nah, watch that. No way. Uh, Metroid. Well, you can always catch that on YouTube or something. After, right. Yeah. But Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Three o'clock. Blaster Master. Four o'clock. Solomon's Key. Four thirty. Metroid. Five o'clock. Ducktales. Two six o'clock. Marble Man is six twenty three. Now they're coming in your time. And that's all back to back. And they're all games I yep. want to watch. Yep. So and I'm gonna have work that day. So I'm gonna have to make a conscious decision to wake oh, up oh. at two thirty. Hopefully Helena wakes up. 
It's my excuse. Yeah. And just stay up and watch speedrunning all just morning. Take the personal Contra day. at seven. Then I think I'll go take a shower after that and go to work at seven. Uh, there, but Castlevania's that day. Like unbelievable first Borderlands two is that night three hours co op, um, Metroid Prime one and two Uncharted I've never nice. seen an Uncharted one so um, one o'clock in the morning for Uncharted uh, on Tuesday I'll be on my second dream and it, there's like there's just so many games that I'm like this is exactly what I want yeah and they're at, they're they're just at shit time slots like I I would give anything like Pokemon Man, Crystal. It sucks being an adult. I know, right? Pokemon <laughs> Crystal. Four hours to beat all of Crystal. Crazy. Right? 2.30 in the afternoon. Going to be at work. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's over. You're just getting in. Uh, they are, however, ending it with Chrono Trigger, which is one of the best RPGs ever made on the Super Nintendo. Six hours and ten minutes. That'll be uh, on Saturday. Um, we're going to have a secret bonus game. We got Super Mario World. We have Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu on the last awesome. day. Three and a half hours. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, I mean, like, GDQ is the best. Yeah. I love You look all, for it every year. I love all the marathons. There were yeah. three speedrun marathons this past weekend alone. TwitchCon Europe, wow. SpeedCon, and Pixels for Peace. And obviously, again, they all donate. Just do- right. And I, watch, and I yeah. watch them all. But GDQ, there's something about it. Because it's a week. It's so popular. Yeah. So it's really, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I like to take a week's vacation for it normally. This time I won't be able to yeah. since, you know, I had a four-month time uh, off. Yeah, a four-month vacation. <laughs> Capcom announces the Capcom Home Arcade. This is cool, man. I thought it would be an actual arcade cabinet. That's what I, that's what I thought. So it's just, especially it's, with the it's price the point. sticks, right? So yeah. they it's basically um, something you can put on your lap or on the table, and it plugs into a TV, and it's a plug-and-play. Yeah. So like you plug it in, turn it on, you can start you playing play. with arcade sticks, which is cool. It's 260 bucks, So like I could go buy a Street Fighter II cabinet for less than that. Now, it does have 16 games, which, again, they're Capcom games, so they're quality games. I know that already. Um, it's 1944, Alien vs. Predator, Armored Warriors, Capcom Sports Club, Captain Commando, Cyberbots Full Metal Madness, Darkstalkers of the Night Warriors, Echo Fighters, or Eco Fighters, Final Fight. That's the first game that I'm like, gotta play yeah. it. The other games, they don't do it for me. Yeah. None of these games like stand out. Ghouls and Ghosts, Giga Wing, Mega Man the Power Battle, Pro Gear, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Strider, and Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. This is not a games library where I'm like, I'll yeah, spend 260 I, I can't see me spending 260 I mean, I mean, it's a cool idea. It's just 260 You lose yeah. me there. Br- bring the arcade to the home is a great idea, but for 260 for only 16 games, yeah. what I can go get... An or you have probably half of them already. I can, I can go get a Nintendo, an NES Mini, a SNES Mini, a PlayStation Classic, and a Genesis Mini all for less. Combined, I'm good. Yeah. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order trailer was out. Yeah, it stars Cameron Monaghan. So, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw that. I had to keep it hush-hush, blah, blah, blah. What I, I, and I, he did the motion cap and all that. Yeah, like, that yeah. was cool. Yeah, what I love about this game is it's single-player only, no multiplayer, no microtransactions. So, right there... A story-based experience like Bioshock, like Gears or God of War. I'm in. Yeah, I see, love it. And, and I'm opposite. You're in and I'm out. The weird part is like I have to realize that that's not Cap- Cameron Monaghan. Yeah. He's going to play a character. Like when video games it's, introduce – But it's going to probably look just like him. It does. Yeah, and when yeah. video games introduce that, like Kit Harington was in Call of Duty. Um, uh, oh, my God. Jeff Goldblum was in Call of Duty. Kevin Spacey Kevin, was, I was, in, just about to say was Spacey, in Call of yeah. Duty. And uh, I know Jason Statham did a couple of voice roles for games. Th- these are like the characters' faces. I'm saying like, okay, those okay. faces were in Call of Duty. And there's another one that's escaping me of an actress or actor that was in a game. 
and it looked like oh Norman Reedus he's in oh, Death Stranding just, yeah, just not out and yet. it looks yeah. like him so yeah. it's like I almost have to get over the fact that I'm not playing as Ian Gallagher yeah uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm playing yeah. as another Jedi yeah. so like I'm fine with it and it looked amazing. It this did. Looked it really did. Of good. course it did. So I'm really excited for Fallen Order. And it's made by Respawn, dude. Titanfall's a great game. It's yeah. super underrated. So I'm excited for that. Smash version 3.0 is out now with a ton of new updates. Joker from Persona is out now. Yeah. That was the first thing. It just dropped now. Ah. They dropped it last yeah. night. Oh, by the way, tomorrow you can get it. 15 minutes they did a YouTube video of it. It was like a mini Smash Direct. Wow. It was awesome. That's cool. We saw Joker. We saw all of his moves. We saw him in action. We saw his, uh, his costume. We got a, a background about what he is. We got his stage, which looks baller as shit. And that was a lot of people I heard that I like his stage the most. It looks great. Yeah. And Opino was all about the stage as well. I think it was that was his comment. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden, they're like, by the way, that whole stage builder thing, yeah, that's real. Go draw a bunch of penises because that's all people are drawing for their stages apparently. Wow. But like, go draw a bunch of penises, make your own stages, which is was a cool feature. Yeah. The stages have layers you can put background things in there it was neat um they added more spirits they added a part to the the uh spirit mode a nice little path for joker and they offered a new mode which is really really yeah. cool um smash run so like which you weren't expecting so, so we're getting all that for free yeah they're adding more content to it and they did not give us the next four fighters for the dlc and there was a rumor about them that got debunked it looks like so I, I thought I knew them already. It looks like they're still open, which gets me excited. Awesome. Uh, we don't know who the other four are. They're all expected to be out by February, so we're going to know pretty soon who these other four, four fighters for Smash are. A Mortal Kombat remaster was canceled before it even got started. It was like a week into it. Um, I think they're Blind Squirrel Games. They do great remasters. They did a Bioshock remaster. Uh, they basically had an idea. Let's take the first three Mortal Kombat games from SNES and Genesis and let's remaster them yeah. and do it out. In I like that idea. They presented it to Ed Boon. He was all about it. And Warner Brothers canned it a week later. Ah, oh, that so, sucks. Could you imagine how cool an old school Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3? Where everyone fell in love with the damn game. With like the... With Best like, graphics. With yeah. like the realistic graphics. I can't I can't remember what they, they call that now. But We'd actually still use the cheat codes. Oh my God. Dang. That'd be so good. A new Lego Star Wars game is in development. I don't care... Yeah. But I know a lot of people that listen to this show do. Um, I would assume it's episode 9. However, Eurogamer did come out and they said that uh, it could be the entire saga. Like all nine episodes. That would get me excited. That would be cool. But I don't know. I, I played like, so I don't know what Lego game I played before, but it just wasn't for me. They're very, very, very much the same game with yeah. a different yeah. Lego yeah. skit, like coat of paint. You just, you you break other Legos, you collect the parts, and you have a ton of characters, and it tells a fun story. I yeah. mean, like, it's the same formula. Yeah. Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, gets a release date. On what console? The Nintendo Switch, baby. Yes. It is a console exclusive, but we got a release date of July 19th. Another game I'm not probably going to buy, yeah. but really cool that we have I, the release date. It's cool that another game comes to Switch. You missed it. GameStop has released a new promotion that offers the full price of a game, refunded as store credit... Within 48 hours of its launch. So if you buy a game and beat it in a day, you can go back and get your money back. <laughs> That's what they're saying. I mean, it gives you an incentive to just, okay, I have one day to beat this shit. Well, technically two. Two. I, I think it's called like the Guaranteed to Love It promotion. I think that's like the official name. 
Days Gone will be the first game, the PS4 exclusive, that you that will be eligible for this, not like back okay. games. Okay. Like you well, can't I had go to start in, somewhere. Right. Yeah. So like if you go home and beat the shit out of the game quick, you can technically just get your money back. It'll be in the form of store credit. It won't be cash. So it's not Well, like, you can still get another game. So but you cool. could just you could literally recycle new yeah. games if you wanted to. As long as you have the time to beat them. The Genesis Mini added 10 more games. So this got me really excited for the Genesis no. Mini. I was like, I'm out. I don't care. I have the Genesis Collection with 50 games on it. I don't need this. And then they came out with these games. Now, they listed all 20. So 10 of these I've already said. Yeah. But here's the list of 20 games coming to the to the NES. Or no, I'm sorry, the Genesis Mini. Yeah. Echo the Dolphin, Castlevania Bloodlines, Space Harrier 2, Shining Force, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Toe Jam and Earl, Comic Zone, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, Altered Beast, which was a, t- a pack-in title, Gunstar Heroes, a game I said I needed, Earthworm Jim, uh, Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, World of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, Thunder Force 3, Super Fantasy Zone, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master, Streets of Rage 2, Contra Hardcore, which is a rare game, and Landstalker. At this point, so- they have my money. I, I see. I thought they were going to have your money from ten, but nah. I, sometimes when you say things, I'm like, ah. And there's still twenty more. That's awesome. And as we move to movies, we have the Justice League versus the Fatal Five review. Did you see this one? I did not, but I, I, I think you saw my poster story that yeah. that and uh, DVC probably just got it. Justice League versus the Fatal Five is one of the stronger animated Ooh. DC movies in recent memory. The return of the classic DC animated universe is welcome, though the film never quite makes the most of that beloved setting. Both Green Lantern Jessica Cruz and Starboy prove a winning combination and help this movie overcome its storytelling flaws. Eight zero. Seven two. What I like is they took three characters like that that aren't that are that are you know once I think kind of old ones. I'm just a Cruz is newer. I do like that they, they kind of went for that rather than the same old characters. But of course, you brought back Kevin Conroy's Batman. Was it Suzanne Eisenberg, the original voice of Wonder Woman in the Justice and, League? And anything Kevin Conroy touches turns to gold. So. Always, dude. When I read Batman comics, that's the voice I hear in my head. Yeah. John Cena, of all people, excellent blockers, is in talks to join the Suicide Squad remake, potentially as Peacemaker. That seems to be the rumor. And we also have Margot Robbie confirmed to come back as Harley Quinn. That's some big yeah. news. And I'm pretty sure Peacemaker is kind of like a Judge Dredd character-ish. Yes. yes. And I, I, I can see, And I can see John Cena doing it. He's big enough and... I am the role. He, he, he's won me over in a couple roles he's been in. John he, he Cena, pleasantly surprised me. When he came out as Thugonomics at WrestleMania, I said, I'll yeah, support every it. movie you ever do. Did you see Bumblebee? No, I, I did not. I'm still slacking me, on me that. Me neither. Yeah. So I don't and, know how And real quick, that. I know Margot Robbie posted on Instagram that they wrapped filming on Birds of Prey. Yeah, and the phenomenal, fantastic, Yeah, so that's cool. Spider-Man Far From Home has been pushed up, not delayed, pushed up. It'll release on January 2nd instead of all the way back on January 5th. Yeah, or them, ju- July. Them, wow. Them three days were whoo. Ah, it makes a huge difference, my friend. So July 2nd, July 5th. Oh, July you get the 5th is a Friday. Yeah, you get the weekend. You're going to release on a Tuesday smart. and pick up the 4th of July because the 4th of July is in the middle of the week. So smart. it's actually really smart. So moving it up three days to July 2nd instead of July 5th. Can't go wrong there. Michelle Yeoh from Star Trek Discovery has been cast in all of the upcoming <laughs> Avatar sequels as scientist Dr. Karina Moog. What, was she in Walking Dead? I don't know. I don't remember if she was. I, I think I know who she is, but... Okay. The only and I had a problem with this before with another casting in the Avatar <sighs> movies. When you say that they're cast in all of the upcoming ones, it tells me they're gonna live. But you, you just who's gonna live? This character, if she's if uh, she yeah, is, but she wants to like a main. So it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It takes that little. There's yeah. always that like little. Who's but gonna, that's one thing as 
being podcast, we know that we're you know we're yeah. gonna, we're not going to be as as a spri- surprised as most people will be, or all of our listeners, because you guys are awesome and loyal. Minecraft, the film, gets a release date of March fourth, two thousand twenty-two. I can't believe there's a movie. Minecraft Hopefully, yeah, it's about six years too late. Yeah. Hopefully, Minecraft is like dead by then because <laughs> I know. like we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, Microsoft owns it, so yeah. like, I, I kind of want it to succeed because it'll help the Xbox brand. They still have yet to release Minecraft two, which I approve. They just keep releasing and, and patching and, and updating the original. But at this point, twenty twenty-two, Minecraft two is going to be out. They're going to have a second Minecraft game. Easy. And and then and then that the it's going to give it a second wind, and the film will catch. Kind of a shit ton of viewers from that. Yeah. Minecraft 2 is going to be huge. So it is what it is. We also have the box office for this week. We didn't have it last week, I think, because of the timing of our episode. We recorded on like a Monday. Uh, but we do have it for this past weekend. Did Shazam hang on for the second straight week? Um, we'll find Booyah, out. We'll, fi- we'll find out. Number 10, falling from number 6, is The Best of Enemies at $2 million. Number 9, new to the list, is Missing Link at $5.9 million. Number 8, new to the list, at $6 million, is After. Number 4, I'm sorry, number 7, falling from number 4 at 6.8, is Us. Hanging on at $8.6 million still, even though it's 31% down from last week, almost $9 million for Captain Marvel. Number 5, falling from number 3 at 9.4, is Dumbo. Number four, falling all the way from number two at nine point seven, is Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it didn't do it didn't do as it wanted. A sixty yeah. percent drop in week two. That's tough. Yeah, that's uh, number three, new to the list, unfortunately, at twelve million is Hellboy. Only twelve million domestic. And, and uh, you know, I I heard mixed reviews. I heard you know they were very true to the comics. If you if you read a Hellboy comic, you'll appreciate it. I heard, yeah, some stuff flopped. I heard it was very gory. You know, it was maybe a little messy at times. But I heard people, for the most part, enjoyed it. So I think it was just maybe more the critics kind of hated it. Number two, new to the list at 15.4 is Little. And number one, staying at number one at 24.4. Oh, man. Little beat Hellboy. Is Shazam. Oh, I, I think we said last time we believed yes. that Shazam was going to outperform. Yes. But we weren't expecting Little to outperform Hellboy. Shazam did drop 54% week over week. Mm-hmm. But still holding on to the number one spot, that movie will be profitable. Yep. So that's nice to see. Sequel already basically in the works. We got like a Child's Play trailer. We didn't feel like it was good enough to really talk yeah, about. Yeah, we did. We both were like, not for us. I'm not really into it. Yeah. Um, and again. I, mean, I love Mark Hamill, but. Eh. Coming this week. I mean, what else? It's Avengers. Yeah. That's it. It's Avengers. Don't I mean, take it for the next three, four weeks. I feel really bad for the White Crow and JT Leroy with Kristen Stewart and Laura Dern because. Uh, Don't you're, stand you're, a chance. You have. I don't even think you're top 10 material. And even the week after that, nothing. And then two weeks after that is Detective Pikachu. So that'll... that'll okay, that, that may that have will enough. take number yeah. one. After three weeks in theaters, that'll take number one. And it won't particularly yeah. be close. As we move into the television section, no Doom Patrol this week. We'll have two next week. We got a teaser for the Swamp Thing show. But DC Universe could be in some Be- major Before trouble. we get to the trouble, I love the, omni- the ominous music of Swamp Thing. <laughs> I love you. You know, ominous, ominous, whatever. The bubbles coming up, yeah. and you get your first look at Swamp Thing. Yeah, I must have rewinded like just to get his glimpse again, maybe at least twenty times. They showed that teaser at whatever con. Yeah, but, they we, were but at, we didn't see it. But we didn't see it, and they said that in that teaser, it cut away before you could see what he looked like. I think this was different footage. I think this was a you different think? teaser because they said in the first one it was really horror-y, really kind yeah. of spooky. This was just a zoom in on a lake. And a swamp, and then he comes out of it, and we see him. I think it was I different. I think it was different footage. He looked banging. I thought he looked awesome. Yeah, I it's a shame DC disagrees. Or yeah, let me well, let me yeah, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. It's a shame Warner Brothers because yeah. they're jump the ones in. who run the DC yeah. universe. Jump in. It's a shame they 
disagree because no. we could be in trouble here. Now, what's the what's the big hubbub over there? So the so the Swamp Sh- Thing show was supposed to be thirteen episodes, yep. and it's directed by James Wan, one of the he he, he directed popular, the pilot. Yeah, right. right. But it's his series. He's, oh, okay. He's, he oh, actually, no, no, no. Len Wiseman directed the yeah, pilot. He's, yeah, it's actually James Wan's interpretation yeah. of Swamp Thing, which is great because he's one of the most well-known filmmakers yeah. on the planet. And who, and he knows, like, thriller, kind of horror from doing his creepy shit. And I would love to see his interpretation of this. We talked about it before, how cool a horror-themed yeah. DC Universe show would be. But they cut production after episode 10 already. So it's done. They're shortening up from 13 to 10. And Warner Brothers has basically said, we don't know the future of the DC Universe streaming service. And so we're going to cut it. Which has me nervous. This is very, very nerve-wracking. Considering there's still four shows that we've yet to see. Harley Quinn is getting a show. What's going to happen there? This is like, is Doom Patrol, like, is 15 episodes? Are they... Young Justice. Did the fact that they cut Young Justice in three chunks and they didn't release it all at once, did the fact that Doom Patrol's 15 episodes with some filler there that might be losing people, the fact that Titans went off the fucking rails in that in that uh, finale. finale did that hurt what, what about star girl so they never announced the number of subscribers they have yeah they never ratings, announced the ratings so it's like it just exists yeah. for seven bucks and it's not on playstation it's not on xbox and, and i think i think we know that's what's killing it us. has to be they right? need like, to go on playstation or xbox or or they need to be Look, I would love to watch that on my TV rather the, than on my computer. The only way you can watch on your television is to pull it up on your computer and HDMI yeah, cable it. Yeah, but that's too much work. Or connect it through your iPad or iPhone from Apple TV. I don't have yeah. Apple TV. Yeah, I don't plan on getting it. I'm watching all this shit on my iPad. Yeah. I'd prefer to watch it the other way. So do, uh, DC Universe could be in trouble. We still believe that it's a great service yeah. and well worth the money. But that's just I mean, two of us. Even, even ten episodes is still a nice for it's still a nice run. You're right, but again, when it's supposed to be thirteen with a name like James Wan, yeah. that's telling to me. It's I'm, not like it's Joe Schmo's Swamp Thing. I agree. Uh, let's see. The Flash gave us the first look at Godspeed, and, and I did watch that episode. I figured you did, and he, he's like the the newest like speedster. I, I believe he's the newest like kind of villain. He looked awesome on the TV show. You can imagine I didn't see this one. Yeah, well, considering that you don't you know watch the Flash, and I don't think I ever will. And, you know, The Flash, like, I, this season, they picked back up because I feel like they lost me like a season or two ago. They kind of like, drifted. Like, I really, didn't really give a shit about his daughter's storyline. Now you brought Godspeed and kind of what, what's going on with her line, like, what her truth is. What's Godspeed's backstory? I don't really know much about him. Uh, well, I don't want to give he's it. A, he's a fast person. Just know he's a speedster. That's what they call And he's a villain. <laughs> a fast a person. Fast, yeah, fast. So just know he's a speedster. He's, he's a fasty. Fast. Just know that I, I, it could be the last we see of him, but oh. yeah, I, I, I was just, it was just cool just to see him. Watch. So they he look do, awesome. They, so they finally do something right with the show, and then they fuck it up, and it could be over in one episode. No, no, no actually, where they're leaning towards, where I think I don't want to say what I think is going to happen, but I like where they're leaning because well, the he's one of my favorite s- parts of, of of the show, and kind of now. Um, he plays like this French like guy with this horrible French accent. Like I would rather him go back as Thawne and come back a villain. Like yeah. oh, the last two seasons it. haven't been great, so the show kind of needs the love. Yeah, I I, I mean don't, I'll still watch it to the end, but this season they finally had me back. Fox cancels the Gifted. Yeah, I'm kind of pissed. Like the I, I kind of I stuck through it, but caught, just recently caught up, finished the second season. Oh, cool! Wonder where they're gonna go. It gets fucking canceled. God damn it! I, I hate this shit. It's an X Men property, isn't it? Yep. Like, yep. It's just the way of the world. 
the X Men are just going down, it would, it would just down, do, and then earlier, I just kind of like where they were finally going. And all right, forget. Isn't that how it always works, though? It always is. Something related to King, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Kotor, as some people say, is in development. I have it in the TV section because I'm guessing it, it's a Disney. It Plus has to be. Well, considering they're having two different movie trilogies, this could. What be do we need a third? Movies, but this could be one of them. No. We don't know anything about the two trilogies. Oh, you're thinking maybe this maybe is it's one of the two okay. trilogies. Okay. So that's um, I didn't know where to put it. So I no, no, figured no, no, fine. Disney fine. Plus probably the answer. That's why yeah, I put it in in there. Uh, Netflix announces its ratings for some of its original content, including the Umbrella Academy. Forty five million wow. households. Wow, that is a lot of households. Uh, it's a show I still got to start. Let's see. I have some more numbers. Uh, the Umbrella Academy was seen by forty five million member households in its first month. Wow. Fire, the greatest party that never happened, was twenty million views. Triple Frontier was 52 million views uh, in its first month. And The the Highwaymen uh, was viewed by a projected 40 million viewers. Wow. So ton of people checking out these Netflix, Netflix. Uh, content. Um, Netflix considers a view uh, watching at least 70% of one episode or 70% of a film. Just remember, okay. just remember way back when, what it was like last year, Bird Box, that whole Sandra yeah. Bullock thriller was 45 million views and people went ape shit and it became cult. Yep. Now you have three that basically just passed it and no one's talking about the Umbrella Academy like I thought they would. I kind of well, want... On Instagram, there's a lot of people talking about uh, it. It but... deserves a bigger following. It's a really, yeah. really solid show and I'm looking forward Wait. to season two. Boom. The Halo Showtime series cast its po- cast Pablo Schreiber as Master Chief. And he was he was um, he's in that the show with um, Ian McShane. Uh, American, American Gods. Gods. Anyway, he was in a couple movies. Den of Thieves. He was in. He was in. He was in a couple good things. He was in Orange Is the New Black, and he was my favorite character for the first like four seasons until he left the show. He was mustache. He Probably went into Den of Thieves or something like they, that. They called. I think his name was like and, Stash. And Por- I thought porn stash, porn stash. And I thought maybe. I think you said that you didn't think the Halo series would go, or it would just be too costly. I just think to it's make. in trouble. That's all. No, I just think it's okay. it's gonna suck. I mean, I'm gonna. Watch I love it. this casting. And Don't I think I even said. I think I said this to someone. I think it might have been in the Shriver. And I was like, I've never really played a Halo game series like that, but I'm down for the show. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. But like, I have a thought that it's it could be boring as shit. But there, but it's gonna be weird for me too because this guy I know as Porn Stash. His name in Orange Bag is yeah. Porn Stash, and he has a crazy yeah. Porn Stash. And now I'm gonna see him as Master Chief. It's gonna be tough. It's, go- it's gonna be tough for you. It's gonna be tough for me. Thank you to our patrons this week who always help the show. We couldn't do it without you. Bradley Epstein at North Comics on Instagram. Darren Monroe, Jay Sanford nine four eight two, Mike Forward, and Sam Reimer twitch.tv slash my knife your life. Also give him a follow on Twitter, gentlemen. Thank you very much for helping us out. You guys are the best. Let's get our picks that we can get on out of here. Well, a little different pick of the week for me, but I'm going with it's NBA playoffs, baby, and the Sixers are in it. They're playing game three tonight as you as reach we, as as you as go as he goes to reach to check out the game. The first game we didn't show up. I think we were three for twenty eight for three pointers. It was terrible. But we came back game two, came back swinging, whooped their ass. So as long as we stay healthy, I think we can beat Brooklyn. Let's go Sixers, baby. My pick of the week, I think I'm going to do like a, a like song of the week or record of the week or musician of the week. Um, as you can tell by now, Sam does not have a comic spotlight this week, but we'll be sure to get back Next week, that. guys. Next week. Um, we'll make sure to get back on that. One of my favorite bands, and they're local from Philadelphia. I love them with all my heart and soul. I talk about them at any chance I can. Cruiser. Um, love those dudes to death. They released a new song today, the 18th of April, called Get Out. And it's... 
it sounds like Vintage Cruiser again. I'm super jacked on this uh, on this song. I love everything about it. It's fun. It's synthy. It's poppy. It's great. You owe it to yourself. If you want a link to get it real quick, go to our Instagram story. If you're listening to this before 8.30 in the morning on Friday the 19th, I have it in our Instagram story where you can just click it and take it right to Spotify. But if not, just check out Cruiser in general. You'll find Get Out. It's C-R-U-I-S-R. There is no E in Cruiser. Um, and all capital letters, but they're from Philly. They're amazing dudes. They kick ass live and they're making new music. So I'm super happy. That was episode 131 of We Podcast and We Know Things. Sam and I are going to watch 20 minutes of the Sixers game before we interview Brett Myers. Super excited for that. We'll see you next week for episode 132. Get hype, baby. So Network has a brand new Patreon. That's right. We're asking for your help, and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month. Don't fret. All your favorite shows will still be available for free as always. But you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to ESOPodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.